Trista Crick, Nick Ashew, Ben MGM tonight. Thanks to Steve Gardner who jumped on with us. You missed that. Get it wherever you get your podcasts. You can find it. You can listen. And there you go. All right, so Braves are the favorites, plus 325 still to win the World Series. you got the Dodgers at 5-1, to one, Houston, Tampa, 7-1, to one, Texas in there. They added Max Scherzer when it was all said and done. They're 9-1. to one. Baltimore's in there at 12. You know, I, I right now there's no playoff markets up, Trista. We have been searching high and low, and every book has taken them down, and, and rightfully so. But uh, I'm looking at this jammed-up wild card situation in the National League. The Giants, the Phillies, the Marlins, the Diamondbacks, and the Brewers all are within essentially a half game of each other for the wild card. That is going to be a race to watch down the stretch, and it's going to be probably a lot more competitive than the American League where teams like the Yankees, Angels, and Red Sox are on the, on the outside looking in, and I don't think either one of us has any confidence in any of those teams. He's the only person that comes on this you, show. Don't, no, no, you're not getting away with it. Did you not turn on your mic? You are, you are grounded, young lady. You are grounded. You did not turn on your microphone. I'm sorry. I was eating the cracker at the break. You... And, <laughs> and I didn't want you guys to hear my crunching. I've got a little snack pack in here. Oh, you always get uh, Scott oh, a heart attack. You weren't going to let me. You weren't going to let me go through it. You're not nope, nope. Let me just like well, you're not just, absolutely you're, you're, you're not. You're not get away with that. You tried. You just leaned over to the button and were like, "Oh, maybe I should push this real quick." <laughs> nice try. The camera's like, oh, still on no. you. The camera's still on you. Well, please I start again, Trista. This time with with the microphone actually on. <laughs> Steve Gardner is the only person that comes on our show that is honest about the Yankees. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, the Yankees, they're okay. Everything's fine. You know, they've got Aaron Judge. They've got Garrett Cole. I'm tired of this noise. He knows this team is trash. This team is worse than the Mets. They just don't believe it because Aaron Judge is so good that he lifts them up to relevancy even when the rest of the team is gar-gar. It's craziness to me. I don't understand it. I don't, I don't, they're, they're way, 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 way further behind in their process than the Mets because they're not being honest with themselves. So, yeah, I think you're right. The Yankees in the freaking postseason, unless Aaron Judge turns into Shohei Otani in 2023 or Aaron Judge of last year, there's no shot. And the Boston Red Sox, they in inspire zero confidence. The Angels, maybe, but Mike Trout's been injured. They've got multiple issues with Rendon's been injured, and you know how that is as someone who likes the Nats. Like Rendon at one mm -hmm. point was really, really good. Ever since he's been an angel, he's he's been pretty much off the books. He's not somebody that you can rely on. So, yeah, you're right. The AL, I guess you could say maybe Seattle because Seattle's done it before and they've pulled themselves up last season. But, man, that AL in general, that wild card in the AL is really, really rough. Versus the NL, even though the names aren't great, like Miami, Milwaukee, and San Francisco, Arizona as well, and you think to yourself, but like legitimately any of those teams could get in. There were two very different views from two teams that are almost identical in the standings right now there. The Padres are five games out of a wild card spot, and they still decided they were going to be buyers at the deadline. Not big buyers, but buyers. And then we obviously know what the Mets did, who were six games out of a wild card spot. But when you look at this, there's the Padres, and then there's the Cubs even above them, and the Brewers. Now, 
and we both hope this doesn't happen, the Brewers could be out of this if they win the division, and they're not even going to have to worry about the wild card at all. Yeah, we hope that doesn't happen because Red 17-1 is still uh, pretty, pretty sweet to win the Central. But you still have Arizona on there. The question is, can the Marlins stick around the rest of the way? Can they keep this pace? You know, the Phillies have now started to climb a little bit. That was one of the teams that I that I liked to you know kind of make a run after a tough start to the beginning of the season. So it, it's now just kind of identifying. And again, we don't have the markets up yet. I don't know whether they'll be up tonight, whether books will start putting them up tomorrow. But that's kind of where you can maybe find a little bit of value now is look at the team that you are confident in, not just sitting in a playoff spot right now, but whether it's they can win the division or get in a wild card spot, and you like the price that now BetMGM or anybody else has put up, and maybe you jump on that because we know what these rosters look like. We know what teams were in and what teams were out and trying to make this run down the stretch. I mean, again, the Brewers have a chance to still win the division. Maybe there's an outside shot. The Diamondbacks overtake the Dodgers to win there. So there's a couple of teams that have multiple avenues to essentially go and get to the playoffs. So I'm, I am I wish the market was out up right now and it's going to take a little bit of time, but that's what I can't wait to see is where we are in terms of of teams that maybe you can jump in on that are just kind of on the outside looking in. Yeah, and and that's really the biggest thing, and that's the deadline and the deadline moves are going to tell us everything that we need to know about how these teams feel about themselves. Like the, I was talking to our guy Mitch Rosen today about this. The Chicago Cubs becoming buyers was not something that I necessarily saw coming. Right, The fact that they didn't move Cody Bellinger when that was kind of... You almost thought what the Mets did with Verlander and Scherzer was what the Cubs were thinking when they brought on Cody Bellinger. It's like, oh, we'll rent him, he'll play well for us, and then we'll ship him off to a contender and we'll figure out a way to get some more young prospects from that. And don't forget, you can also do the MLB Swing for the Fences with BetMGM, and you could get this offer by logging into the BetMGM Sportsbook <laughs> app, and then you can play the BetMGM MLB free-to-play game all the way through September 7th. Be a batter and pick an area in the strike zone, and depending on the area of the strike zone you pick, you get a single, double, triple, or home run, or pop out and receive prize associated with that type of hit. And, of course, you can use that within 24 hours, and boom, flip it around to the Swing for the Fences. <laughs> I don't know why you think it's funny, but I'd love to know why you think it's funny. It was just such a great transition into the read that threw me off because I was like, oh, what's he about to say? And don't forget. And I was like, I'm not going to forget. Tell me, Ashu. And then I I realized I got got straight up duped. And I was like, man, he really got me. It's what I do, Trista. It's what I do. It's called segueing just like that. And we can also segue to a team that I don't know what to think about them the rest of the way. How about the – so we – a little bit yesterday, right? We were starting to feel a little less confident about the Women's World Cup team, and now I'm sitting here going, uh, we got ourselves a problem here. I mean, there's animosity. There was just venom surrounding this team and their effort today. Questions about what happened against Portugal – They almost lost that game in extra time. And I'm sitting here going, oh, this is like, this is serious now. Look, it's hard to win any World Cup, it's hard to win back to back. It feels just about impossible to win three straight, and it does not look like this team is on pace for that or anything close. I don't know. They may be playing Sweden. That's the most likely matchup. Uh, We may be fading Team USA now moving forward. Oh, baby, are we ever? I hope. I hope that they continue to win just so that we can continue to fade them. Uh, They're going to be underdogs uh, against Sweden if they face Sweden. Sweden is, what, the number three team uh, in the world, folks? 
Yeah, ranked third. Let me say this. Uh, Alex Morgan? Alex Morgan has just been skating her entire career, just being propped up by all the other great players in her lifetime that have played with her on that squad. And now it's her that's supposed to be the striker, and she is just not very good. She has been the darling in the media and in the build, and I can't stand her. Uh, and her play has dictated that, and Carly Lloyd was ripping her and said that the mm-hmm. player of the game should have been uh, the post. Woo! <laughs> I tell you what, I saw that, and I'm like, go ahead, Carly Lloyd. And also, Carly Lloyd, I think I told you this once before, Carly Lloyd was in the last World Cup and was benched and because Alex Morgan was right there, and I asked her about being benched, and she was like, oh, what do you think? Like, I'm like, oh, did that hurt when they decided to put you on the bench? And do you feel some sort of animosity or feel some kind of way about it? Or are you going to be a good teammate? And she was like, what do you think? I'm like, oh, I don't, I, I don't know. That's why I asked. <laughs> and I, I asked looked you. at her. <laughs> she just, she looked at me. I'm at her, and she's like, of course I'm upset. Of course, like, I'm going to be salty about that. And yeah, I'm going to try to get on the field as much as I can. I know it's a team game, but I'm a competitor. And she gets right into the booth and just destroys them. Oh, I love it. Love to see it. They're going to lose. They're going home. They almost went home to Portugal. Uh, by losing to Portugal, they would have been night-night sleep mask, as we call in the biz. I tell you what, Ashu, there's some drama. But also the rest of the world's gotten better, too, like in reality. Yeah, look, Portugal as a program has certainly gotten better as a team and over the years and how they've grown. But, like, this is also just a situation where – I don't have a problem with anybody questioning their effort, questioning their desire to win that game because we knew it wasn't just about winning, right? Like, the goal differential, tie-breaking situation matters. They couldn't even score in this. And first off, listen, I grew up playing soccer. I love soccer. But for the love of God, scoreless draws is just like the ugliest thing that you could have in sports. And you just look at this going, this is a game that matters. And it ends nil-nil. Like, give me, I, I, I can't stand it, but it is what it is. That being said, you're right. They're likely playing Sweden. And they're going to be underdogs against Sweden. Now, they actually could have had Italy or South Africa in the round of 16, which would have been much more manageable games. So it wasn't just about the Netherlands going out and winning 7 nothing, just to kind of put a bow on that situation after the draw against the U.S. They're like, oh, we're going to make a statement here. We're going to have this draw, and then we're going to win 7 nothing to make sure that we win our group and we move on. Team USA couldn't even win two games in group play. And this is the worst performance that they've had really since... I, I, how, how long has it been since that's happened? I think it's ever. I don't think that's ever happened before yeah. with them. They they just also, they looked lost. Also, if we want to continue to pile on on Alex Morgan, because I don't know, hands up, I do. If it wasn't <laughs> for her being offsides, they would have beaten the Netherlands and gone up 2-1, and it would have been over. You wouldn't even have to worry about it. But no, Alex Morgan still offsides, ends up make, uh, kicking that goal, and then it gets called back. So, I mean, this is a team, it's a horrible draw for a team that can't score. And now you got Rose Lavelle, who's not going to play against Sweden. That's a big, big thing for them. Yellow card. It's just, and on top of that, Sweden's already beaten the U.S. team 3-0 in the opener in the 2021 Olympics. This is a team that was even better. Sweden was worse, and and the U.S. team was better, and they still beat them 3-0. So it's it's going to be... It's going to be a really good betting situation for us, Ashu, to fade the U.S. Yeah, I mean, Sweden has just given them problems, not just in that 3-0 win that they had, but, like, just in general. That's always been a problem with them. And, you know, here we are, a a team now that looked, 
I'm sorry, they looked lost. And when you're just hitting balls out of bounds and you're not completing passes and there's just no chemistry whatsoever, it should be less about getting offended when people say that you didn't look like a team that was prepared. And I don't know, instead kind of come out and say, yeah, we were dog do. And we got to be better. And look, maybe this wakes the team up. I'm certainly hoping it wakes them up. But in reality, I didn't see anything that makes me feel confident in them the rest of the way. Maybe we're spoiled because they've been good for so long. This is kind of where they're sitting now. All right, which NFL quarterback could we see take the biggest jump this season? Bet MGM tonight.